beautiful soul. Welcome to the Quantum Business Queen podcast. This podcast is a vortex for activating wealth, riches, and boss bitches. It is here that I teach multi-dimensional business. Our content will fall under three different categories, 5D quantum creation, 4D frequency alchemy, and the most potent 3D strategy. Every aspect of business that contributes to the creation of success is covered here. Plus, I will be personally interviewing the most amazing boss bitches that are at the forefront of the game, paving the way for money, magic, and magnetism in business. Let's get ready to activate all of that within you. Okay, I'm so excited to talk to you about today's topic, quantum creation, and really what like the quantum is. What is the quantum? Because this is where it gets exciting, and this is where it gets really juicy. Because when you understand the quantum, and when you understand aspects of yourself, which those of you who are in my business academy, and those of you who have followed me for a while or in the quantum coach certification, you'll know this about yourself. But I want to anchor this deeper, like in like, I want to ingrain a few things into you today. Because when you understand certain things about yourself and your own abilities, and you understand the wedges that are standing in your way, and you can collapse those wedges, this is how you collapse time and timeline. And I'm going to show you the specific things. And it's, look, it doesn't come without the internal work. I want to say that. I, I, I want to just be like, it's not like snap fingers and boom, 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 boom. Oh, abundance and freedom. Yay. This is awesome. You know, it's, it's breaking through the layers and sometimes it's freaking hard and sometimes it's scary and sometimes it's, you know, there's resistance there. You know, I, I am constantly going through these layers myself and I'm shown all of these beautiful layers through this polarity. And we spoke about this yesterday. You know, we want to make sure that moving forward, we're not labeling polarity or contrast as bad. We're just using contrast and seeing that these are the building materials. We have something positive. We have something negative. These are the materials. This is what glues matter together in this, in this matrix system, in this reality. That's what connects matter. And then we get to be the architect of our reality based on how we construct the matter and how we give it meaning. We spoke about that yesterday as well. So we experience our realities through the meanings we give things. Remember, the meanings is like plugging a thing, a frequency resonance into your grid. And when you plug a frequency resonance into your grid by way of the meaning you give it, it is sending signals out to that neutral energetic field again. So just remember that. Be hyper aware of how you're doing this, when you're doing this, what this looks like, and that the choice is up to you to change it. Everything in your reality is what you choose and is your choice. And I know that can be triggering for a lot of people um, because people, you know, people are going to be like, well, I don't choose to be in scarcity, Sarah. (laughs) I don't choose to not make thousands of dollars a month. I'm not choosing that. And it's like, okay, but you're choosing, you're choosing the way in which you put meaning on your reality. You choose the density that you're plugging into your grid. You choose the contrast and how you latch onto it and make it mean something so big that it takes over your whole internal embodiment. That's the thing you are choosing. And when you choose that, you plug that frequency into your grid. And again, the universe is just saying yes. So in fact, you are choosing all of that. 
But the good news is, is that because you choose it, you get to unchoose it. <laughs> and it is that easy. It really is. Like I've told you guys the story a million times, like, you know, when I when I first worked in corporate and I was like, you know, I, I, I got this job that I was not qualified for, but I just chose no matter what was going to happen, that I was going to be successful. And that that choice it just rippled out into the universe. It was such a divine yes. And I created success in that job in the Silicon Valley. And then when they transferred me to Melbourne, Australia, for some reason, that did not happen. I, I shifted out of that embodiment. I gave my power away to the weight of expectations. And I'm going to actually talk to you guys about this. Because this is another distortion. I'm just like, whew, this is such a big one I'm going to talk to you guys about today. But I let the weight of everyone's expectations just like be so heavy on my shoulders. And I pulled myself out of that just divine yes vortex. And I anchored into victim mentality and woe is me. And I'm, you know, this is, this is all not good. At this point, I had everything going for me. I created success in Silicon Valley. I knew everything. I knew the job. I knew the systems. I knew how to create, you know, I knew how to do it. But for some reason, the embodiment pulled me way out of it. And I failed for a year and I was choosing that. I let myself choose that because I let myself be in the victim mentality. I let myself be in this woe is me. I let myself look at all the density around me and give it meaning and then allow it to perpetuate itself in my physical reality until one day I literally stopped myself in front of a rubbish bin. I don't know why that is so pertinent to this, but I just, it was such a, it was such a, such a profound awakening. Those details were just so like, they were so poignant to me. And I remember telling myself, I'm choosing this and I could choose something else. And it was as simple as me diverting into the, all right, then I'm going to choose success again. (laughs) And that's when everything changed. So just remember all of this is a choice. And I want to talk to you about what choices are in the quantum and What happens, like what happens when you come to a crossroads in a timeline where you have a choice and what the timeline literally splits itself. Now, you guys all know, you guys all know that time, time is not like it it is not the way we think it is. We experience time as a linear straight line that where we have a past where we have a now or we have a future and the quantum in the quantum time does not Time does not work like that at all. We are quantum multidimensional beings. In the quantum, I look at time as more like, it's more like a spiral where it's like, you're kind of on this point in the spiral where, but you're coexisting at the same time with all of these other timelines. So, so you have a past timeline, which is potentially here. You have a future timeline, which is here, but they're all simultaneously existing. (laughs) I know this is kind of be like a bit of a mind, like it's hard for our minds to wrap our head around things that it doesn't know how to experience. So just kind of stay with me here for a second. The reason why this is important is because we have, if we look at our linear time now, we have the past version of ourselves and we also have the future version of ourselves. All of these versions of ourselves coexist right now in the quantum. And what happens is there's many different Many different aspects of this future version of yourself, by the way. And there's also many different aspects of this past version of yourself. However, you only have awareness of one. I know this is, again, this 
we are not we are we don't talk a lot about this. So just again, just stick with me and I'll, I'll, I'll answer any questions you might have around any of this. So in the quantum, what happens anytime you come to a crossroads where you are you are going to make a decision, whether it's a decision about a relationship, whether it's a decision about a job, whether it's a decision about, I don't know, to do something that's going to dramatically change your life. What happens is two timelines will literally, it's an intersection where both two timelines will split. You'll have a timeline where you made this decision and this decision is the thing that shifts, that turns the dial for you and sets a whole new course of action in your reality. Another timeline also coexists where you stay on the same road and you keep trotting along doing the same thing. Those two realities create themselves. It's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. And this is why I always say, I'm not joking when I say decisions are portals into new timelines. They literally are. When you activate, like when something comes into your reality and you activate a, a potential choice, you're, you're creating a portal in that moment in the quantum, literally. And the way, what you choose, depending on what that decision is, it creates different realities, different potential realities. And what you choose in that very moment will open up the doorway to a very particular experience in your reality. Or it will close that door and allow you to experience your reality in the same way you've been experiencing. Okay, I always you always hear me go on about I want to show you how to anchor in your highest in your highest timelines of abundance and freedom. Like that is what I want you to do. I want to be able to help people anchor into their own highest timelines of abundance and freedom. And I want you to understand how the quantum works and how we create these timelines and how we can deliberately start choosing these timelines and pulling them into our physicality and our physical reality. Now, here's the thing. Here's how you know these timelines have created themselves. Now, this is something I've learned from the Octarians, and they work a lot with us. They co-create a lot with us in the Business Academy. And I've just created a stepping stone, what I call my stepping stone container. It's the foundations of quantum creation and business, because I know not everyone can afford the Business Academy. So they're going to be co-creating with us there as well. But one of the things that they said is that, you know, when you're when you are visualizing these timelines, you know, you 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 come to a decision, you come to a decision. And all of a sudden, when you think of this decision, what happens? It opens up possibilities. And, and your mind conceives these as possibilities, but what, what is actually happening is the timeline in the quantum is revealing itself to you. But your mind and ego is labeled that as a new possibility. But when you're visualizing that possibility, a.k.a. new timeline, it is not your mind making it up. It is your mind accessing a reality that you have just created through that decision portal. Does this make sense? So when you are anchored in to your visualizations, guys, you know why visualizations are so freaking powerful? And and this isn't just like woo-woo stuff, like top athletes, like people, professionals, like billionaires, millionaires, all these people who have made it, what do they talk about? They talk about visualization. And the reason being is because you are not accessing something you have just created, made up in your mind. You're accessing timelines that are done, realities that are already done. Your mind, you know, Neville Goddard says this all the time, that your mind is God. 
And why is that? It's because when you're presented with a decision, a.k.a. I call it a portal, what happens is your mind is creating worlds in that moment in the quantum. And your mind is the navigation tool. You get to use that. It is navigating all the possibilities through by way of visualizing it. All the possibilities of abundance and freedom and success, whatever that is for you, and joy and impact and pleasure and all of it. And then the other side of that, because we are we we create through polarization and through contrast. So both of those timelines create themselves. The highest timeline of abundance and freedom and the timeline you can perpetuate if you stay stuck in the same distortions, the same programming, the same blah, 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 blah. But firstly, what I want you to know and understand you as a being, how freaking powerful you are, how powerful the mind is. The mind is is an actual navigation tool of the quantum. That is what your mind is. Nobody talks about that, though, do they? Oh, few people do. If you follow Neville Goddard, he talks about that. So your mind is actually navigating quantum timelines that you have created that are already done. And Dolores Cannon says this. She is somebody who is no longer physically with us, but she would take people so deeply into hypnosis that she would access universal consciousness. And she knows that if you if you fixate on these timelines and you feel yourself in them, like in detail, like your future timeline self. And she says, if you can see it in detail, it is a universal law. It must happen. If you can see it in detail, it must happen. But let's talk about why it doesn't. (laughs) And this is this is our mind kind of it, it will phase in and out of what you believe is possible, and what physicality is showing you that you can do, which is very limited. Your physical reality up until this point is all of your programmings, all of your blocks and distortions that you've manifested until this point in time right now. And humans have been programmed to use their physical reality, which is all their blocks and distortions and all their dense programming that they manifested up until this point. Humans have been programmed to use this for a gauge of of what is possible in your reality. Can you see how limiting that is? Everything you've manifested, and it's obviously everything you manifested is also the good things. I'm not saying, you know, like you've all all manifested beautiful things in your life as well, and that's great. But we want to hone in on the aspect of you that manifested those beautiful things with ease and understand those aspects of you that have kept yourself stuck and why you're using that your physical reality for evidence of what is possible and what isn't when it's the very thing that has kept you in the same place, if that makes sense. Okay. Quantum is like when we talk about the quantum, this information isn't easy to receive sometimes. But what I want you to do is let your logical mind, I always say this, we're going to we're going to let the logical mind take a back seat today and let the quantum resonance come into your energetic being and let it reveal what your what your quantum discernment is and what your quantum truths are. So, if we know now that decisions open up portals 
Decisions are literally, when you come to a crossroads, it opens up a portal of possibility. And that when you see those possibilities, your brain, your mind is a navigation tool to navigate those timelines. And actually, you know, knowing that, it's going to put a lot of ease on the ego. Because instead of it being the unknown, like a very scary abyss, a new decision that's going to, you know, put you in a whole different reality. Because sometimes the unknown will cause you to be suspended in midair for a little while. The ego freaking hates that. The ego only wants what is known. It, it will keep, it'll stop at nothing to, to keep you from suspending yourself into that wormhole. But that wormhole is what's going to spit you out into that new reality. So when you can fixate on understanding and allowing the ego to come to terms with the fact that when you visualize timelines, you're not making that up. You're accessing realities that are done. And the only thing that are standing between you and that reality that it's done, it's just layers of programming and layers of distortions. And so what I say to people now, well, actually, I've never said this to anyone before, but I've broken this down. For, I've broken this down for you guys into four questions, four categories, because I like a little like checklist. So I'm not I've never structured quantum creation in this way before you've heard it first here (laughs) there's four questions and there's four ways you could break this down what is the ego fixated on needing that is preventing you from collapsing all of these all of the densities into these timelines that are done that are created this is how quantum creation works and guys there's so much there's so much evidence of this by the way like magic evidence magic evidence I'm going to give you two stories so the ego can can loosen its its grips a little bit and let this information come in a little bit more. So there's two stories. One I heard from somebody directly who is a trans channel or the Octarian that's not Sindrine. It's a lady by the name of Olivia. And um, she has a really interesting story. She, she worked, I, I giggle because I love her story, but she worked in the Silicon Valley as well. But I think she's from somewhere in South America. She's got the most beautiful accent. She worked at like, a, like, a, like high up in, as a project manager in a corporation and so on and so forth. And to make a long story short, she started hearing kind of voices and thought she was going crazy. And she went to a therapist and luckily it was like a, like a awakened psychiatrist. And he said, you're not going crazy. You're having an, you're having an awakening. And so all of these voices that she was hearing, it narrowed itself down to one. And basically what was happening was this consciousness came through and said that, you know, we are, I don't know what dimension, I think it's seventh dimensional light being. So this was a, Basically, the Octarians came to her and said, we are going to start preparing you to become a vessel for us so we can start communicating through you. It took a year for her. Was she Every single morning, she'd wake up and they would say, are you ready? And she would say yes. And they would like just imagine she the way she described it was like they took a bulldozer and was just like pull, like like scooping out density, scooping out all of this density in her energy. And it was excruciating for her. And she wanted to stop and she didn't want to like go on and she didn't want to do it anymore. (laughs) The Octarian said to her, well, if you try to, if you try to basically end this lifetime, we will just grab your consciousness and we'll put you straight back in. (laughs) So you can't, she had an agreement. She had a contract with them. So it eventually, you know, came to the point where she was ready that they've cleared out her vessel enough. And she is a very, very powerful trans channel for them. But 
they told her that she was going to start experiencing time the way we're meant to experience time and that they were going to they were going to show her things in her physical reality where where time can shift, where it isn't linear, where she could be seeing things one day and then the next day have it not be there. And it's going to be very hard for the ego. The ego is going to think, you know, OK, I might be going crazy or, you know, I might be losing the plot or whatever. But they wanted her to start sinking into the possibilities of who she was as a quantum multidimensional creator. So things started happening like she would take her drive. Like she had a drive that she took every day when she would go to have her coffee. And there was this beautiful house that she admired. And there was always a man sitting on the on the step drinking his, his coffee. And she, you know, she, she always just thought that's just if, if I had a house like that one day, like, you know, there was something about it she was really drawn to. And she took the same route every day and had her same little routine. And one morning she woke up and took that same route and the house was gone. And she started experiencing a lot of different things like that in physicality where it's like they wanted to show her that we can quantum leap you, that time, all of these versions of time, all of these versions of these realities exist. Not an easy thing to wrap the ego around. Okay, now here's another example of this. (laughs) And this is how, guys, you know, this took Livia a lot of work. I mean, she had like ninth dimensional light beams, literally daily scooping out distortions and frequencies like a backhoe. She described it, you know. But once we start scooping out our own distortions and frequencies, this is how we're meant to experience, like navigate this, navigate this reality, like just by tweaking frequencies, like, oh, we can appear here. Oh, here it is. And our mind is the God that creates all of this. When we think of the past version of ourselves, we get so locked into that past version of ourselves as being the truth of who we are. Very limiting. Very, 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 very limiting. This is why I call it a slave anchor. Because again, we're using the past limitations, the past distortions, the past hiccups, the past shames or whatever to give you evidence of possibility for your future. This is an anchor. It keeps you so solidly stuck into the past. We interrupt this awesome podcast episode to tell you about my life-changing Quantum Business Academy. If you are ready to take your business to the next levels of abundance and freedom, then you're definitely going to want to hear more. Please don't take my word for it, though. Here is one of our alumni sharing their experience. Wow. Where do I even begin with QBA and serotonin and my time in the container? Let's start with knowing that I have the permission to create my wildest, deepest, biggest vision. I had my highest cash day. I completely changed the direction of my business. I landed in my purpose and my passion. I felt like being a part of it all has given me the permission to truly be me and make the deepest impact possible. Yeah, wow. Serotonin and QBA changed my life. It was so deeply healing to be in a space with like-minded people who are service-based, here to literally serve other souls and to be held in such a space where you can come as you are and you are seen in your unique gifts, your talents, your desires and 
to have your vision come to life around other beautiful people is something that I will be forever grateful for. And being led by Sarah in all of her vulnerability, her humor, her loving, unconditional, nurturing ways. Wow. Honestly, wow. If you want to know more, then please head over to my show notes, book a call with me, or you can message me in DMs. Now let's get back to the podcast. Now, if you can unhook yourself from that, this is where you free up all of your energy into your present moment. And again, where you become a powerful, deliberate creator. Now, I want to tell you this, and this again, I touched on this before. We go deep into this in the quantum coach certification, but I want you to know that there is no, there's no past except for what exists in your imagination. Remember that. And if your imagination is God, and if your imagination is a thing that creates timelines, well, you can reorganize the things that you've experienced in your past that always have limited you. And what happens, because time is not linear in the quantum, let's say this is a past version of you, that you have all these stories about yourself, all these distortions, all these blocks, all these thoughts, all these meanings about all of your experiences. If you erase all of these from your past, guess what? You're no longer anchored to them. And you change the whole prospect of your present day reality. Now, here's an example of this. This is a story. I worked with a lady by the name of Regan Hillier in 2016. Some of you might follow her. She's she's lovely. She's great. She's, you know, she's doing amazing things. She told me a story, and I think she actually talks about this story publicly, about one of her mentors who, man, this guy is uh, off the charts. He's got one foot on this planet and one one foot in a different dimension for sure. And he is so anchored in the embodiment of what I'm telling you now on a different level. That is the only existence. That is the only way his ego knows how to exist, with it, which is super freaking powerful if you can get yourself to that point where he is so detached from the stories of his past and the limitations of his past. He is so unanchored that he broke his leg. <laughs> he went to the doctor, had it fully x-rayed, and yep, it's broken, got it casted and all of that. And he sat in his present. He, after he came back, he's like, oh, no, I can fix this. If, 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 my, if I am truly a quantum being and I truly detach from my past experiences and I know that if I can undo the way I visualize them in my mind, because my mind is God, my mind is the creator. My mind is God. My mind is the creator. Now, if that is truly the case, I can undo all of this. I could recreate my past and boom, 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 ripple effect into the present day moment. So basically he undid that whole story. I think he fell off a stage or something of how he fell off that stage and broke his leg. He re revised the whole story of that past and he anchored into the reality. So he created a new timeline because his mind was accessing it. He didn't make it up. Remember, it's never your mind making it up. It's your mind accessing realities that are done. So he accessed that reality in the past that was done where he didn't break his leg and fall off the stage. And he was so deeply anchored into the belief that that was now his reality, his leg instantaneously healed. He went back I can't remember the time frame. It was either a day, but no later than a week later. And the doctors were freaking astonished. Second x-ray confirmed, no broken leg. This is the power of who we are as quantum multidimensional creators.
This is the power of our mind. And this is the power of our belief. So the belief is what will catch you. Because <laughs> I know this is really hard. You know, we, we've been however many years of programming tells us that, Sarah, this is not nowhere near the truth of how we're meant to live. That's what the ego will say. But we have proof now. And there's something deep in you that actually knows that about yourself. And I want to teach you how to slowly start building the muscles so that you can start playing with this quantum timeline creation and stop letting physicality be your limitation. Because you're not a very small percentage of you as a physical being, a very small percentage. The biggest part of you is a multidimensional deliberate creator. But we can use physicality to our advantage. We can use it. Instead of it being a limiter, we can use it to be a perpetuator. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to take you through. Do you guys, have you heard of the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz or something? I think that's his name, The Four Agreements. I actually, I met him once. He's so, wow, beautifully intense person. The Four Agreements is a book. Oh, it's life-changing. It seriously is. And he talks about the four things that if you can, like, there's a, be impeccable with your word is one of them. Never assume is one of them. Don't take anything personally. That would be a good one, wouldn't it? And always try your best. Those are the four agreements. And it's like, if you can live by the four agreements, you have cracked the code. Like, cracked the code of your reality. You will not be giving your power away. You will be like such a sovereign, like anchored human if you just lived by these four agreements. So what I've kind of come up with are the four, like the four things you need to ask yourself. Like these are the kind of the agreements that you need to come, that you need to be, just come to terms with within yourself in order to truly start navigating your ability to be a quantum creator. <laughs> These are the things, you know, and it's a lot of what we spoke about yesterday, but even more like compounded. Like if if you want something that you just you have this question and you ask yourself anytime you come to a crossroads and you ask yourself one of these four questions and you always take the higher path, you're anchoring in the highest timeline always. And this is where you're this is where you use that soul compass of alignment. Remember, we spoke about that yesterday. That's why you have that compass. That's why alignment exists. Because it's your soul giving you a tool of navigation. But most of us are not taught to live like that. We're taught to follow the path. We're taught, we're taught to follow the pack to get an education, to get a job, to get married, to do this, to do that. Nobody says at university, what's your alignment? What's your soul say to you? What is your higher self? How is it guiding you? Nobody says that. Nobody says that. Nobody's taught to live like this. Because, gosh, it's so much easier to control the pack than, isn't it, when they're so disconnected from their soul and so disconnected from their alignment, so disconnected from their abilities to be quantum creator. Imagine if everyone understood the power of revision, revising your past and how to instantaneously heal your ailments. That would collapse industries immediately, wouldn't it? So, of course, this information is not going to be widely spread and spoken about. In fact, it's packed away. I told you guys, you know, people like Yvette Rose, who wrote the book Metaphysical Anatomy, like she's working with the U.S. government healing people through frequency. <sighs> they know about this. And also, guys, the CIA has released proof 
of the concepts around manifestation. They have remote viewers. Like the, the, the government has remote viewers. People psychically, and this is proven and documented, people who psychically can view remote places overseas and give very precise details around what's going on. So how come we aren't being privy to all of this? And, and how come we're not being taught how to crack open all of these abilities? I don't think I need to explain to you guys why. <laughs> Thank you. No, I think, you know, okay. All right. So what are the four agreements? The first thing is, what do we need to let go of? I want you guys to be so freaking keenly aware of this work, like so keenly aware. You need to let go of misaligned decisions, number one. And all you have to ask yourself is, is, does this feel light or does this feel heavy? Sometimes the light feelings will be scary as shit. But if it feels light, that is your soul compass. I need to let go of how I make things, dense meanings I give things, because that is plugging in very particular frequency signatures into my grid that is keeping me stuck and anchored into this timeline because you keep activating timelines through the meanings you give things. Now, the only way to activate a timeline is to give your very specific and deliberate attention to the vibration of that timeline. Okay. Now, if you're giving your attention to other frequencies, it's going to keep you anchored. So you've got to unplug the density and the meanings you give things that do not align with this timeline. So this is one of the things that I do every day. And it's really cool because the Octarians confirm this. I tune into my timeline every day of the version of Sarah. I see her very clearly. And that version of you, it was so funny because the, the Octarian said this, a version of you will always be a bit fitter. They'll always feel, always feel like lighter and always just be so like, like you feel like they're just so like well put together. They'll, they're going to be dressed more like beautifully or elegantly or whatever, where you feel really like amazing in your body. And it's like, oh my God, that's exactly how I see that version of Sarah. And so I always ask her every single day, what do I need to do? What do I need to let go of today? How do I anchor into this next timeline, the next step of abundance and freedom? Because I know for me, like just where my consciousness is at, my consciousness is not at the place where I can heal my broken leg yet. <laughs> so that's fine. I take the baby steps and I build my muscles every freaking day. My consciousness is at the point where I do feel like I collapse timelines in my business, meaning that if my physical reality is not showing me evidence of really massive momentum, none of that matters to me. I'm so anchored in the knowing of how I'm going to serve and who I'm going to serve and what that looks like and feels like. And just I'm so in the joy of the creation of what I do every freaking day. Boom. It always comes through. It always comes through. And the second I catch myself plugging into dense meanings, whew, I unplug that because that is not the same frequency signature as the signature of my highest timeline. And it's not always the highest timeline because it's never ending. <laughs> Once you step into that timeline, like this timeline for me was the highest timeline of a version of Sarah several years ago. But now there's another one. And then there'll be another one. And this is what life is. It's experiencing ourselves as the creators that pull these timelines through into physicality. This is like what it means to experience the deliciousness of it. That's what we're meant to do here. Experience ourselves as energy and energetic creators. And then let go of the patterns. So I have been like, I have been having these experiences in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm, re I'm reaching to this next level, like this next layer. And immediately when I, I request that this next layer be shown to me or this next, next layer of impact or purpose or whatever it is, 
boom, automatically something will pop up that I could label as contrast or it is contrast. I could label it as bad, but I don't, but I label it as contrast. So I try my hardest to interrupt the old patterns of what the old Sarah would do. So you have to let go of the patterns because patterns trigger and activate dense frequencies as well. All of these things are frequency activators. And you activate frequencies and very particular signatures. And you have to ask yourself, are these signatures aligned with this? And if they're not, boom, it's black or white. You let it go. (sighs) Okay. Now, second question. What do I need to alchemize? This is a, so personas are a really interesting one. Personas and triggers are kind of one in the same. A trigger will bring out a persona. And this is where when we are in these three places, personas, triggers, and blames, this is where we give all our power away, where we lose literally our solar plexus just kind of blows out, and we totally fall fall out of our sovereignty. So this is the stuff that we get to alchemize. So oftentimes when I'm uh, going to that next layer, that next level, this definitely this is this is the thing that comes up for me. So it's alchemizing a persona. Now a persona is what happens when in your time in your space in your reality, what happens when you go through a trauma? And a trauma doesn't have to be like a crazy big event. A trauma can be just sustained stress. What happens is you have, you know, you come into your body as a consciousness. And what happens is in order for your consciousness to kind of cope with everything that your your human, shall we say, goes through, what happens is the consciousness will split itself and it will split itself into different versions of you and create their own and it will create its own persona. So, for example, if you were very if you were severely bullied as a child, your consciousness will will create a persona that is going to be your protector. And this persona will most likely be easily triggered because in order for you, the way this works, your consciousness, in order for it to be able to navigate this physical world and this world that's, you know, it's very dense 3D reality. It needs to understand how to stay alive. It needs to understand how to stay safe. And so in order for your consciousness to be able to navigate that, it will split itself into two parts. You'll have many different parts. But let's just say, depending on what you've been through in your life, but let's just say you've been through a trauma of being bullied. So it will split itself into this protector version of you, and then it will split itself in this version of you who knows that, you know, the, the parts of you that doesn't, you know, you know deeply that this version of you doesn't fully, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be okay. You, you know, you know that you're here to, to move on and beyond that and take risks and do, and do certain things. Like we all have these versions of ourselves. You guys have this right now where it's like you have this version of you that knows that, you know, you know, that timeline is there. You know, the possibility is there. You have that yearning in you that there's something more for you. But then you also have the version of you that is, that is a little bit stuck in, in this this protector version, because it's somewhere along the line, you were traumatized, you were shamed, you were made fun of, you were guilted or whatever it was. And this fragmentation, this part of your consciousness was created. And so what you need to do is recognize that when you start, when this version of you that is limitless and knows there's something more starts tapping into the timeline of possibilities and and navigating it through your mind because that is what your mind does your mind is god it's the navigation tool you need to recognize when this persona comes up and this is what you get to alchemize 
Because when you start alchemizing this persona and you do this by giving it a voice, you know, if this part of you that has been traumatized, it's like a screaming child in a room that nobody is listening. It's like, I've been hurt. I'm digging my heels in. You don't understand the pain I've been through. Like, you want to do this and put me through more pain again? It's just like, let's dig the heels in deep. And this is why you feel like you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I have the version of me that's ready to do this. I have the version of me that's scared as, as shit and is pained and traumatized. So instead of doing this tug of war, this is what you get to alchemize. So what happens is when you alchemize it by giving it a voice and letting it be heard, it will feel safe. And when it feels safe, it's not going to be tugging and it's not going to be pulling at you. It's not going to be a weight. It's going to jump on board. And then instead of having different personas that come out and that are triggered based on your old traumas, you're going to be a full consciousness where all aspects of you are on board. Now, the only way you know you have these things active in your system is when you're triggered by something and a version of you comes out that sometimes you don't really like. You're not proud of, but they're there. I'm sure we all have had those versions of us. I know I have. So these versions activate when we are triggered. And we could be triggered by all sorts of things. We could be triggered by people. We could be triggered by external circumstances. We could be triggered by the media. We start pointing fingers and blaming. Then we give all of our power away and we're not able to alchemize it. Because you're saying it's not up to you. It's up to everyone else to change. I'm good. And then you start justifying. But I was, justifications, by the way, are the freaking hooks. Justifications keep you freaking hooked in that blame. And the hooked in the, yeah, but this happened to me. The justifications are sneaky. So remember that, what justifications are. Yes, I don't want to diminish anything anyone's been through. But don't justify it. Don't justify why you think you should be stuck in these triggers and why you think these personas need to be a dominant part of your experience. Because if you let these personas take over, then they're going to be navigating your reality, not you as a soul consciousness. So what do I need to alchemize today? And you ask yourself that question anytime you are highly triggered. Because when you release that and you release the blame, and you release the justification, you no longer give your power away. Then you can be in the frequencies again and start releasing the very particular signatures of these highest timelines of this beautiful sovereign being that is you, attracting mega abundance and making beautiful impact and being super anchored on purpose. And, guys, it's okay when you fall off the horse. (laughs) None of us are enlightened yet. So we're going to be triggered. It's cool. That's fine. We're going to want to blame people. It's fine. It's okay. Just be super freaking lighthearted around it. None of this needs to be perfect, but this is the cool part of this reality. This is how we get to peel back the layers of ourselves. And when we start to discover like, oh my God, I'm not triggered by this anymore. Oh my goodness, this used to piss me off big time. This is, that is the miracle for you. That is your evidence that you need that you're getting closer and closer. And you're, you're, you're already there. It's like not about getting closer. It's about anchoring and the knowing that you're there. Because remember, if you're if you're in this I'm closer, it's nearly their energy. Guess what? It's always going to be at arm's length. If you're like, I am here, I have arrived. This is amazing. I'm so freaking present and grateful and all of this. 
so many things will show up. And sometimes we're going to get pulled out, and that's awesome. That's cool. We're just getting new layers revealed to us to make our life just glide easier without the bumps. And as we clear the bumps more and more and more and more and more, they're going to be way less frequent, frequent, and you're going to be so much in flow that just you just feel like, oh, my God, how is all of this happening for me now? Instead of where I feel like everything was happening against me. It's never happening against you guys. You know, you do this yourselves when you pull yourself into these situations or the the personas pop out. And they trigger you way out of your your vortex. So what do I need to alchemize? What do I get to alchemize? I like that a little bit better. What do I get to alchemize? My husband and I got in a little tiff. (laughs) I feel like I'm always talking about the arguments Jeff and I get into. But I was like, I messaged him straight away. I'm never the one that apologizes. I'm like, I'm so sorry. You're right. I did do this. And and I said, I'm I'm going through another layer of an ego death. And he was like, ego death? <laughs> like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Poor Jeff. <laughs> like, always talking about the Octarians. And, like, he's like, ego death. <laughs> yes. What do I get to alchemize? And, guys. I want to make sure that you hold these parts of yourself, these personas and triggers and parts of us that want to blame with so much love and compassion, please. If we hold these parts of ourselves with like disdain and like, oh, like you're the reason I'm not getting, you know, anchoring into my dreams or whatever, that's picking up so much more resistance in your field. And also it's a version of you that's been traumatized. So look at that, you know, it's a child. You wouldn't look at a child in disdain that had just been bullied, would you? So don't look at your part of that, of yourself, that persona in that way. Just so much love and compassion and be like, sit that version of yourself down and say, let's have a cup of tea. I want to hear what you've been through. Tell me why this doesn't feel safe. I want to know. And just let whatever information come out, just let it pour out. And you'll get so much profound awareness. You will be coded in such an insanely beautiful way. That's why these, that's why you get to do this. And that's why this is all a gift because I do this time and time and time and time and time and time again with myself. And so many codes are revealed and so much information is given to me that now I get to share it with all of you and help you guys alchemize it as well. So these are all these little beautiful presents that you get to unwrap every time and why you get to hold it with such compassion and love and gratitude. And this is why the journey is so freaking delicious. And stop needing to be in the result. Stop needing to be in the timeline. Open the, this sounds so cliche, but open the present of the presence. This is where all the codes are. All the magic is. And when you really truly anchor to that energy of this is where the presents are and the present, so cliche, you just are so freaking magnetic. Everything comes. Because you want for nothing. When you want for nothing, you become magnetic to all of it. Thank you so much for listening today, beautiful soul. I hope you got so much gold and were activated in such a way that you could step into your highest timeline of abundance and freedom because it is more than possible for you. If that desire has been planted in your soul, it is so deliberate. If you wouldn't mind, please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast so that we can get this message into the hearts and ears of more amazing light beings across the world. I would love to continue this conversation with you. So feel free to get in touch on Instagram at sarah.tynan.quantumcoach. 
If you're a Facebook person, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Sarah Tynan International. And please don't ever forget, if your desire is there, it's because your destiny is there too. You just have to remember who the you are. Bye for now, beautiful.